1: Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Walter. Walter. I have to chuckle a little bit
0: here at AAR Ranch in the Armed American Radio Sig Sauer Studios now on this Fort Worth Armory Platinum microphone. We love Fort Worth Armory. That sounded kind of like a Trump statement, didn't it? We, we love our Fort Worth Armory, right? Yeah, kind of. Kind of did. <laughs> I don't want to just not since called. It's going to be, this hour is going to be kind of like that, guys. Welcome inside. All of this is being brought to you by X-Insurance. Please go out of your way to support all of our partners. Please. Now, there are some huge deals going on yet again over at MyPillow, and you can take advantage of all of them by simply using the promo code AAR. If you're sitting around. Well, if you're torturing yourself and sitting around watching prime time quote-unquote news programs and you see one of Mike's ads, use it as, oh yeah, I need to use the AAR promo code. You get all the discounts on all the products and all you have to do is use the AAR promo code and that sends a thank you for supporting Armed American Radio. That's all it does. You get the discounts, use the AAR promo code. Thanks for supporting my gun rights. I appreciate that very, very much. Uh, And believe me, I I see the numbers, and it's incredible. And all of you who do, we appreciate it. And believe me, it keeps these conversations going on the airwaves. So support all of our partners. They make these conversations possible. Greg, the first hour flew right by. It always does. Good heavens. Yeah, it went by pretty fast. Yeah, well, it's kind of, it's not shocking when you're talking about that bonehead out there in California. You know, many years ago, I used to give out the Bonehead of the Week Award on the show. Uh, It's been a while. But boy he would qualify. We could do that and just name him the bonehead of the week every week and we would we would be correct. I I have to ask the question when I watch the video. Remember, we can only play the audio for you here, right? We haven't yet reached that technological ability to provide video for you over the airwaves. But when you watch the video that that audio was taken from, I got it's it's a well it's a campaign ad is what it looks like. And it 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 says to me that gavin newsom is wanting to run for president and i think you're going to see that push a little bit more as biden stumbles literally stumbles and falls down more frequently which he will that's part of the symptoms of dementia anybody who has seen a family member suffer from it knows that i have with my own eyes it's terrible it's abuse as far as i'm concerned keeping him in the public eye and they do as little of that as possible i don't even think he works on weekends anymore i don't think he did But nonetheless, as that continues to happen, I think you're going to see Gavin Newsom. This was clearly a telegraph message from Newsom to give himself, just like any other media hog out there, people that just want media attention. That's what Gavin Newsom does. Politicians do that because that's what they do. Been like that since the dawn of the nation. But he could win the uh, he could win the bonehead of the week award every single week. How bad is California There's a sickening story from today. A a guy, it was a San Bernardino County sheriff's deputy. Her name is Megan McCarthy. Let's just keep picking on California, California for a little bit. She's a deputy who got an urgent call from dispatch who got a call from a hysterical woman who had pulled a knife on her son to protect herself. That's pretty bad when mom's got a knife to defend herself. You've got to get here. You know, So she rushed to the home, and when she got there, she saw the son come outside of the house, and she's quoted as saying he had clenched fists. Now, anybody who has studied aggressive behavior knows. And, Greg, you know, you ever been in a fist fight when you were a kid? Yeah. Okay. Me too. Well, that you tend to do that. You can tell somebody's actions. They telegraph to you what they're going to do. You can see if they're starting to clench their fists, they're taking a different posture. You can expect a punch thrown, and my recommendation would be throw it first because it's coming. Okay. So she's highly trained. She saw. That's why she mentioned the clenched fist. I guarantee it. And she said he made a quote unquote beeline in her direction as she was exiting her patrol vehicle. And behind the guy was the mom with a knife. Now, there were other officers rushing to the scene because they knew this wasn't going to end well. And according to her, the the deputy, Megan, the 911 call came out for an unknown problem, which basically means there's something going on. We just don't know what. So the woman on the other end says to dispatch, oh, my God, oh, my God, get my son out of here. And then the line went quiet. And according to her, continuing her quote, that prompts a priority one response, which means somebody needs to get there right now. Well, she was the first one there. And when she arrived, she saw this guy and the mom behind him with a knife. And she said, again, quoting her, he looked very angry. He then attacked the deputy. Now, this is all caught on a neighbor's cell phone video. Nice to know the guy's filming it instead of out there trying to help the deputy. Yeah, I'm just going to say that. Because this got far worse. Now, I'll tell you what I would have done had it been me when we go through this. I, I will tell you right now what likely would have happened if this were happening in front of AAR Ranch. But he beat the deputy, this female deputy, to the ground. It's all caught on this. He's watching this happen. He's not yelling at anybody, he's not screaming at anybody. He's filming it, going, oh my God, what the blank. And filming it while this deputy's being beaten on the ground they're fighting over the firearm when you start to hear shots the deputy has her arms stretched out over her head like if she were laying down and relaxing with her arms back behind her head on the ground or in bed or something like that she has a gun in her hand he's wrestling trying to get the gun from her and the gun has is fired about two or three times in the video he is successful in getting her gun She then starts screaming and realizes she's been disarmed, gets up and does what she should have done. She exited the situation as fast as possible to seek cover when the guy, and it's all caught on video from an upstairs room while the neighbor's just filming it. Oh, my God, what the blank? He levels the gun at the deputy, and I guess the first attempt to shoot, the gun jammed. Giving her time to get farther away, and then he begins firing shots. When other deputies come flying onto the scene, he throws his arms up and is taken into custody. But you hear other gunshots, but it's hard to see what's happening. This guy was just acquitted at trial. He was charged with attempted murder of a law enforcement officer, and he walked. He walked. A California jury found him not guilty of attempted murder and assaulting a peace officer. Instead, you know what they found him guilty of, Greg, in, in California? What's that? No. There you go. That's one of those dumb questions. Hey, you know what I had for lunch today? No, of course you don't know what I exactly. had Exactly. You're not looking at it. I'm looking at it. So Greg doesn't know. That's just a silly question. They found him guilty of a lesser charge of negligent discharge of a firearm. And they failed to reach a verdict on several other allegations. The defense attorney in this case, this could, I swear to God, this could only happen in California, maybe New York. Maybe New York. I say that maybe New York. I'm not even sure this could happen in New York. The defense attorney used the defense in trial that the police officer was not did not have the authority because she attempted to to pat him down that's what got him close to her when he attacked her he headbutted her first then punched her to the ground multiple times again all caught on video all of this is on videotape and the defense attorney said that it was a case of self-defense because the officer had no right to do what she did she instigated the trouble he had every right to defend himself and he said I don't care if he threw over 100 punches or shot at her. He had the right to do that because he was simply defending himself. After disarming a police officer, beating her to the ground, doing everything she's trained to do in that situation that any other cop in the world would have done. But in California, a jury acquits him of those charges. Gavin Newsom, crime, rampant, and pe- they just walk. They get out. Does that make sense to you, Greg?
2: Absolutely not, but most people that were probably on that jury, if there was a jury, probably had uh, intelligence less than room temperature. So,
0: Yeah, the defense argued she didn't have a lawful authority to detain him, and therefore he's free to defend himself and do whatever he wants to get away from her, including beating her up and shooting at her. That's a statement From the defense attorney. I don't know if that's.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's well, that's a
0: statement about that, about the defense. The defense argued that she didn't have a lawful authority to detain him, and therefore he's free to defend himself and do whatever he wants to get away from her, including beating her up and shooting at her. And, of course, they don't believe that those statements and that defense should have even been allowed to be an argument when presented in that manner in a court of law. Meanwhile, it's all caught on video. This is California. This is what this is. Gavin Newsom's utopia. We'll be right back.
5: Daniel Defense, firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion,
0: precision. Daniel Defense, great company. And that reminds me, before we continue the conversation here in the second hour of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, in the Sig Sauer Studios on the Fort Worth Armory, Mike, by X Insurance, if you will. Where will Mark be soon? I will be at Daniel Defense on 629. I think I inadvertently mentioned the 28th the other day. I'll be there on the 28th. But I'll be broadcasting this show from the Daniel Defense headquarters down near Savannah, Georgia, on June 29th with my good friend Parkland dad, Ryan Petty. I spoke with uh, Daniel Defense yesterday until we've shored everything up. It's a done deal. I spoke with Ryan today. We're Both he and I are very excited to be there. He's never seen the facility, Greg, and it is class act, state of the art.
6: Well, he's in for a surprise
0: yeah. then. He is. He is. And he's going to have some family with him, and uh, he's going to get the tour. And he's met everybody there at Daniel Defense when he and I were together at SHOT Show at their little private event at the, at the uh, Hard Rock Cafe. And I can promise you a great program that day. A great program that day coming to you. And I think we're going to have, I spoke with Diana Muller, Daniel Defense. She's a shooter for Daniel Defense. And she will be there. Well, she will not be there, but she will be joining us on the program for at least one or two segments. So that's going to be a great program down there. That's on June 29th. And then what is next? July 31st through the 4th, I will be up in New Hampshire, and I will be broadcasting from the Sig Sauer headquarters. Wow, talk about another, I mean, state-of-the-art facility. Whew, that place has it going on. We'll be broadcasting on August 2nd from the Sig Sauer Studios. And uh, we return on the 4th. We'll be back in time for the large Monster Cast broadcast on Sunday on hundreds of radio stations. And then August 19th, I guess that's just a quick two-week turnaround. I'll be down in Tampa broadcasting from our flagship, my home city down there in Tampa, Florida, on AM 860. The Monster Cast with you. And I will uh, be attending a gun show in Largo with a, a, a local gun shop down there and some fine folks. The captain, Captain's America, will be there. And, yes, I did his show yesterday. He's back and, and, and nursing himself back to health. He's doing great. So it was fun to be on the show with the Captain at 5 a.m. yesterday, I might add. Ugh. Uh, we'll be down there. Captain will be with me. At the gun show, so we'll be broadcasting. That's always a lot of fun down there. Just to, you know, That's the uh, studios of AM860 and AM930 in Tampa and Sarasota. And we love those guys down there. We love you guys. Can't, can't wait for that. And then what's after that? Oh, I guess the Gun Rights Policy Conference then comes up in September. And then one or two weeks after that is the CAR Firearms event. In upstate Pennsylvania, up in the Poconos, beautiful car firearms facility up there. The Thompson plant and the Thompson Tommy Gun Museum is up there. Really neat. We'll be speaking at that again. Spoke with Sebastian Gorka last year at that event in October. I can't believe we're talking about it coming up again already. And then after that, if everything holds, we'll be back up at SIG for the Freedom Fest up there and then of course boom and we turn around the holidays are there and we turn around and we start the next year at uh shooting hunting and outdoor trade so there will be a lot of appearances upcoming we'll be a little bit busy latter part of the summer but we're looking forward to that all right i'm going to move on uh let me just say this about the the california deputy story real quick the position this puts law enforcement in when they see cases like this it, it law enforcement is going to hesitate As they move forward now. This has the, I say, unintended consequence. How do you think it's unintended? These liberals are out of their minds. They've lost their minds. It's almost as if it's intentional. And in many cases, it is. But in this particular case, uh, the unintended consequence of a change in response from law enforcement in situations like this, which law enforcement faces every day somewhere across the country. It's a terrible precedent to set. It's awful. And the woman, by the way, just to say the deputy has lost her career. She couldn't work after this anymore. She was petrified and suffering from PTSD after being shot at, being beaten almost to death, having her gun taken away from her. I imagine that'd be a pretty frightening scenario for anybody. She's lucky to be alive. In fact, she credits the fact, if you want to use that that term, with her gun jamming that gave her enough time when he first pulled the trigger to get farther away. And fortunately, she wasn't shot, but she was shot at. And imagine, at that moment in time, being defenseless because he's using her gun. Frightening stuff. And this is what's going on in these liberal enclaves around the country. Of all places, California, to say the least. Let's move over to Florida. There's a, a, really, I, I can't say it's fascinating, but it is kind of. There's a... Woman in Florida, in Ocala. I I love stories like this. I love bringing this to your attention because they're fun to analyze and fun to talk about. But apparently there was an ongoing dispute at between neighbors. And of course, one neighbor's white, one's black. So you know where this is going in the long run, right? It's a racial issue. And we'll talk about that in just a second, because when you find out who's involved, you know it right away. Because who's involved is just Al Sharpton with a law degree. We'll go there in a second because it's a staple with every case he takes. It's why he takes them. Uh, I'll, I'll just say it's Ben Crump is the attorney now. But you have a situation that, by all accounts, is terrible. You have two kids playing out in the yard, young kids, and a woman was, you know, not liking what they were doing. She was yelling at the kids or something. The kids turned around and threw some roller skates at her. Now, when I first heard the interview, they said they threw skates at her. Well, I figure it's roller skates because I don't think there's any ice skates in Florida. So I think that's a safe assumption to make. And the woman, I guess, got a little bit unruly and threw something back at the kids or something like that. And the kid's mom went over and was knocking on the door to confront the woman about what was going on to find out what was happening. When the woman in the house shot through the door, fired a shot through the door and hit the woman and was pounding on her front door in the chest with one shot and killed her. She literally died on the porch right in front of her 10-year-old who was trying to save her. Yikes. There is no positive spin on this at all. None. Zero. Now, the woman in the house was attempting to invoke stand your ground in Florida, self-defense. Impossible to do. doesn't take rocket science to figure it out. Had the woman broken in the home, it's a castle doctrine issue, not even a stand your ground. If the door had been kicked in, the door was not kicked in. The woman was pounding on the door. I don't care how hard she was pounding on the door. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what she's saying as she's pounding on the door. I'm not going to recommend to anybody that you do that. If the door gets kicked, that's a whole different ball game. Call the law. There's someone pounding on my door. I'm armed inside. If they make it in, I'm going to defend myself. That did not occur. And this young mother died right in front of her 10-year-old son. It's horrific. And the woman's trying to invoke Stand Your Ground in Florida. Not going to happen. Now, the sheriff, uh, some of you may have seen this on whatever fake news outlets you watch, fake media. But this woman uh, who was killed was black. And the woman who shot her was white. When we come back from the break, I'll tell you what's going on and what actually happened here because it is quite fascinating. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues here in the Sig Sauer Studios. Mark Walters on the Fort Worth Armory mic for you today. All of it presented to you today and every day by X Insurance. We'll be back on the flip side. Don't go away. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom on the downside of this hour already, man, flying right by. I hope you got your seatbelt buckled in. Six-hour studios lit up for you. I was going to say crossbreed, see? Almost, you kind of, I caught myself. Fort Worth Armory Platinum Microphone, all brought to you by X Insurance. Welcome back in. Let's continue the conversation. This happened in Ocala, Florida, continuing the conversation of this woman who fired through her door and attempting to invoke Stand Your Ground. Well, under Florida law, Stand Your Ground, when someone invokes that, a decision has to be made before an arrest can be made. It has to be looked at. It has to be investigated. Okay? And in this case, the sheriff investigated it. And everybody was up in arms that there hasn't been an arrest yet. That's because the law, believe it or not, is actually working the way it's intended to work. And it was found that this was not a stand-your-ground case, and the woman was arrested. She's not charged with murder. She's not charged with manslaughter. Let me correct myself. Mark O'Mara. Greg, do you remember who Mark O'Mara is? Remember that name? He got famous representing George Zimmerman? Uh, No, that's a fresh name to me. Yeah. Yeah, Mark O'Mara represented... Uh, Zimmerman during his case. Now remember, the left always said to stand your ground. Z- Zimmerman never invoked stand your ground, not one time, never, not once. Yet the lying media and the race baiters out there all made it about stand your ground when stand your ground had nothing to do with the case. Fact check me on that, media that's listening. Fact check me. I am one hundred thousand gobzillion percent correct on that. Been covering this for years. Zimmerman never once invoked stand your ground in Florida. Not once. He won his case on pure self-defense in front of a mixed-race Florida jury. Fact check that, too. Those of you who don't like the facts, remember what John Adams said years ago. Facts are stubborn things. Yep, they are. But he made it very clear, uh, Mark O'Mara, that you know this wasn't going to work, that stand your ground wasn't going to work under these circumstances. And it didn't. She was arrested. Now she's charged with manslaughter. And the woman is likely going to, sadly for her, spend the rest of her days in a Florida prison because she killed somebody. And she should have been arrested. There's no way we're going to defend that. It's, It's indefensible. And who comes in? Here comes Ben Crump. Makes it about race. And once stand your ground laws abolished. Instead of letting the system actually work, stand your ground, the system worked. An investigation was done. Found that she could not invoke stand your ground. But that's not good enough for Ben Crump. Because now it's all about race. You know, Crump is calling, as I said, for stand-your-ground laws to be eradicated. Why? 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 Particularly in a case where it worked, and it has worked in Florida for years. Crump said it's so important because we can't have this message being sent that it's okay to shoot black people in America for knocking on the door, ringing the doorbell. It's not okay. Hey Ben, it isn't okay. It's never been okay, and it isn't okay in this case because she's been arrested and charged and will be found guilty by a jury in Florida. There is no doubt about it. She cannot invoke stand your ground. It is going to be very difficult for her to win a self-defense case or a, a yeah, so mad about this stuff and knocked over my empty can. There's nothing to do. It, it, it's, it's remarkable. The system is doing what the system is supposed to do. The woman has been charged. She's not going. She's not going to walk. Very difficult for her to invoke self-defense in this case. That's why she was arrested. And here's here's the kicker to that. There was an investigation about the self-defense and stand your ground before she was arrested because that's what the law triggers and that's what happened. And the sheriff did his job and found, yeah, yeah, she's, she's, she's not going to bode well. This is not going to age well for her. The suggestion to eradicate laws, this is from Representative David Simmons, former state senator, who helped write the law in 05 disagreed and says that it's a complete misunderstanding of stand your ground. He's the main author, by the way, of the Florida stand your ground bill. And that bill at law, I should say, was signed into law back in 2005. It's been very effective. And of course, stand your ground laws rolled across the country. We have them here. You likely have them where you reside. The suggestion to eradicate laws like stand your ground is something that would lead to lawlessness in and of itself. I believe that this helps African Americans, it helps whites, it helps any individual who was attacked, and it does. When you're shooting through a door, someone's got to ask what legitimate fear do you have of an imminent imminent bodily great bodily harm or death? Yes, woman doesn't stand a chance, nor should she. She's going to be convicted. All she had to do, Greg, was call law enforcement. That's all she had to do. And I hate in cases like this when people invoke race, it just further divides when the woman is being charged. Isn't that good enough? No, she should have been charged, what, 72 hours earlier and that would have been good enough. No way. Not for Ben Crump. He'd probably be saying the same thing. Terrible story. Terrible story. Greg, you want to comment on that before
2: I move on? Uh, No, I agree with you. It's it's terrible and unfortunate, and a a simple call to law enforcement could have stopped all of what's about to happen
0: to her. You bet. Law enforcement responds in Florida. Law enforcement in Florida is well-funded. There are no shortage of cops in Florida because they're not mistreated like they are in blue states. She should have called law enforcement. We wouldn't be having this discussion right now. In fact, we likely probably would have never even heard about this. Let's stay in Florida. Remember when we were talking a couple days ago about the ATF arresting the woman with the six-year-old kid? And while the cops were there, she admitted to smoking weed and ATF charged her with the federal charge mm-hmm. of lying to get her gun. Do you remember that? Because yep. that's a form 4473, question 11E. Are you an illegal user of marijuana, of controlled substances, et cetera? She said no. That's a lie. She admitted she smoked weed. The ATF arrested her. I have a photograph in front of me of the former head, the only elected Democrat to office, by the way, at the time, not anymore, the head of the Florida Department of Agriculture, Nikki Freed, who was in charge of, because in Florida, the Florida Department of Agriculture is also part of the Division of Licensing, is part of the Florida Department of Agriculture, and that includes their CCW licensing. And I have a photograph right in front of me of Nikki Freed proudly holding up her medical marijuana use registry card. Readily admitting that she's a gun owner. Huh? Two-tiered system of justice? Our good friend Lee, the Gunwriter Williams, asks over at armedamericannews.com, Hey, ATF, what about Nikki Freed? Feds ignore potential gun crimes of another high-profile Democrat. Here's what the ATF tweeted out the other day. Just to remind you, regardless of the recent changes in Minnesota law relating to the legalization of marijuana, an individual, because the governor just signed the bill a few days ago, recreational use, an individual who is a current user of marijuana is still federally defined as an unlawful user of a controlled substance and therefore is prohibited from shipping, transporting, receiving, or possessing firearms or ammunition. Until marijuana is legalized federally, firearms owners and possessors should be mindful that it remains federally illegal to mix marijuana with firearms and ammunition as regulators of the firearms industry, which, boy, they're proud about that, aren't they? And enforcers of firearms laws, they love enforcing firearms laws against law-abiding citizens, don't they? We felt it was important to remind Minnesotans of this distinction as the marijuana laws adjust here in the state of Minnesota. That came from, apparently... Jeff Reed, the ATF's acting special agent in charge of the St. Paul Field Division, who, according to Lee, the gun writer Williams, and I quote, sought to provide clarification for gun owners and potential gun owners who may be considering using marijuana given Minnesota's recent ease on marijuana restrictions. I remind you as we go to the break, I am looking at a photograph of the former head and previous candidate for governor in Florida, staring right at it, the head of the division in charge of concealed carry licensing, Who has a permit and owns a firearm holding up her medical marijuana use registry? Where's the ATF? Legitimate question. We'll be right back. MyLocalGunShop.com, a website for gun buyers that gives you direct access to verified gun shops, their inventory, and more, regardless of your location. There are no accounts and zero fees. If you are an FFL, you can upload thousands of items within minutes, giving all Americans access to your entire inventory for one simple flat rate. MyLocalGunShop.com, an innovative new way for gun buyers and verified FFLs to connect online. Visit MyLocalGunShop.com today. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at crimeresearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. crimeresearch.org. Please help us today.
3: Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers, and if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com.
5: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back
0: to the show. Back to the show. Man, Six Hour Studios, Fort Worth Armory, Mike, Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. Brought to you by X Insurance, six days a week. And you know, Greg, I forgot to mention this. We'll mention this on Sunday, but uh, we just added Anchorage, Alaska, big FM. Signal up in Anchorage. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, that's kind of cool. I would love to get an invite to go up there and broadcast Anchorage, I'm just saying. <laughs> I've never been there. I, I think it would be kind of cool, and I think it would be kind of cool to go up there at this time of year. Putting that bait <laughs> out there in the water. Probably, well, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> you know, some great outdoor activity out there, no question about it. I but hope but they it's got, a got a good place. internet. I've never seen it. Well, I'm assuming since it's a radio station, they likely do.
2: Well, judging by the Internet problems I've had
0: in this building today, I don't know. Well, well, see, that's a common problem, isn't it? Yep, yep. Boy, oh, boy, this hour flew right by. All right. Nikki Freed, let's wrap up there. Uh, you know, this is clearly a two-tiered system of justice. Protect the Democrats. And by the way, let's not even vote Hunter Biden. OK, well, FBI is still investigating that. That's bull. They've been covering that up for years. They're dragging their feet. I don't think they're going to get away with that for much longer, though. I really, truly do not. As more information comes out about this document, that the you know, I saw Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about it today with a little press briefing. Uh, others are talking about it as well. Uh, this thing's going to get some legs, I think. And I know, I'm sure that the administration's fearful of that. But Hunter Biden, as far as what he did, I mean, you know, we go back to that, that woman with the kid who, whose kid stole her gun. She's clearly Liable for that. No, no question about it. Clearly. And I like that word "libel." She's clearly liable for that. There's no doubt. And they likely wouldn't have found out about it had that not happened. Nikki Freed, on the other hand, right out there. Here's my medical marijuana card. And I'm a gun owner. I have a weapons license just like you. You don't have to worry about me as the head of the licensing division as a Democrat. Oh, yes, we do. Because you're a Democrat, end of that discussion. And by the way, you're in violation of the law. You're listening all over Florida. Maybe somebody should pick the phone up and call the ATF special agent in charge. In Tallahassee, ask them why she's not being arrested. Seems legit to me. It's how you get things done, ladies and gentlemen. ATF field agent up in Minnesota just put out that warning. I guess it doesn't apply to a Democrat. Oh, yeah, it does. And it needs to apply to her. It absolutely needs to apply to her. Now, just a fun story. The movement in Oregon to join greater Idaho just picked up more steam. Another, I guess it was the 12th county in Oregon. That has agreed to get out of Dodge. Now, whether it happens or not, what does that say? Oregon, you're listening. You're listening in Portland. I believe in Eugene. Maybe another. I apologize for not knowing the affiliates up. They're all great affiliates. I love each and every one of you. Been with us for years. What does that say about the. Are you not embarrassed? Have you no shame at all? That now 12 counties literally want out because you suck? What does that say? to Do they not get it? They're coming after your guns. They're coming after your way of life in Oregon. Now, there's an argument. People say, just move to Idaho. OK, there's that. That's I guess that's kind of legit. Unless you are out in rural Oregon in the eastern part of the state, which is fairly sparsely populated compared to the cities that are all democrat run and maybe it's not so easy to just pack up a 1200 acre farm and move into idaho so i'm watching this with fascination it's possible to happen there are mechanisms in place for this to happen is it going to happen it's unlikely but boy, it sends a message to the message to the Democrats, doesn't it? The same, I guess the same thing to California, California, with that communist, Marxist, socialist, progressive, former Democrat, or masquerading as a former Democrat, Gavin Newsom, and the rest of the progressive goofballs out there. People are fleeing your state. How do you look at a camera with a straight face when you know that's happening? Oh, and by the way, they're going to the states that you hate. And Mark Wahlberg, Greg, the actor, was just the, the other the newest one to get out. He just moved to Nevada. He got out. He says, I'm tired of what's going on in California. He'd probably still vote the same. Yeah, he likely will. But the, and when you think about that, he's voting the same and it's still bad in California, even though he's gonna vote the same? That's even worse. That doesn't bode well for a lot of, you know, for intelligence there. Let's see. Let me go there and ruin that state, too, by voting the same way I voted in California, because I'm guilty of voting that. There's that whole argument. Not even an argument. It's just bringing up a fact. There's nothing to argue. I voted for this crap. I hate it. I'm fleeing. And I'm going to go over here and vote for it again. Uh, It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But then again, liberalism is a mental disorder. Seek treatment. Seek help. But the embarrassment factor there, I mean, if I were Newsom, it'd be very. But these people, again, they have no shame. Again, these are people that will look at a camera at midnight and tell you the sun is shining with a straight face. And if it's at a press conference and you, you call them out and question them on that, they'll have you thrown out like Lori Lightfoot. How can you stand there and look at the camera and talk about the city being safe when there were 52 shootings this weekend, 10 more killed and crime is off the charts in this city for decades under your leadership as a deck as a Democrat for decades. And what do they do? They threw the guy out. Get out of the press conference. I'm not going to answer your question. She attacked the media for asking a legitimate question. It's remarkable stuff. It really, truly is. I don't get it. All right, so the Second Amendment Foundation, let's move over here. Alan Gottlieb uh, replied about the California staying on California for just a second. Newsom's gun control amendment would punish Honest Americans, the Citizens Committee for the right to keep and bear arms of, which I'm a proud member of the board of directors of. Newsom's gun control amendment would punish honest Americans. And here's a couple quotes from Allen to close out this hour on a Thursday. Newsom's proposal reeks of infringement on Second Amendment rights. He wants gun controls permanently enshrined while claiming these measures will respect the country's gun owning tradition protected by the Second Amendment. That is so self-contradictory, it is laughable. If he truly respected this nation's tradition of private gun ownership, he wouldn't attack it by pushing this nonsense. Newsom's announcement claims these are all common sense measures, but there's nothing sensible at all in this scheme. This is a thinly disguised effort to repeal the Second Amendment by making it constitutionally allowable to infringe upon and impair the exercise of a fundamental right Americans have enjoyed for more than 230 years. More importantly, Gottlieb noted, there is nothing in his proposal about holding criminals accountable or protecting the right of self-defense, the right of self-defense. It's all about restricting the rights of honest citizens. Gavin Newsom isn't fooling anyone with this deceitful gambit, except maybe himself and the national media. The establishment press and the political far left may lap this up, but the American public isn't that gullible. Here's a guy with ambitions to be president, and what he is proposing would smash a cornerstone of our federal constitution. For him to say otherwise suggests he is frighteningly delusional. To close out the show today with the words from the great Alan Gottlieb. What a way to go today. Great program today, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. And I know Greg did, too. We talk about it during the breaks, how fun it is. We're going to get up and do it again tomorrow precisely because they don't want me to. That's why we're here for you. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Remember, carry on, carry often, carry absolutely everywhere. Never, ever, ever leave your cave Without your club. Why? Because no self respecting caveman would have ever left his cave without his club. And his cave woman and cave family wanted him back with food and him back with his life. Don't be that person. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow.